Around the world, global stocks tumbled into a bear market in 2018. China was the world's worst performing market last year, and stocks in Hong Kong, Germany, Italy, Japan and South Korea have joined in with the bear market. So how should we invest in these types of markets? And does it require a change in investment approach compared to investing in a bull market? I went to see Rick Adkinson, Managing Director of Private Capital. What's your advice to people who are finding the increasing volatility and sharp drop in stocks stomach churning at the moment? Do nothing. Do nothing, providing you've got a plan in place. It's been well thought, well prepared. You should be ready for these, these, these downturns that have been happening for ever and ever and will continue to happen. But investors haven't been used to this, though, recently, have they? We've had a few years of a pretty strong bull market. This is the first time we've seen a sustained downturn for a while. Are there circumstances under which maybe you would review your investment strategy and think of tweaking it or making changes to it? No, not at all, other than the usual rebalancing to keep the clients within the parameters that the plan was set out to be. So if they were 50-50 equities and bonds and they became 60-40, we would rebalance to keep them in line with their original plan. If you have a long-term time horizon, the statistics show that you have, over a 10-year time period, an 85% chance of seeing a positive return, 95% ch chance if you hold for 20 years. So it does seem to suggest that if you're relatively young, the best thing is just to remain fully invested and, and not panic by that. Would you agree? Oh, I couldn't agree more. In fact, we've got some data... Um, going back to 1923, and it's not actually 20 years, it's 15 years. If you push the time period out to 15 years, you'll invariably have a successful outcome. But it is about staying the course. It is about not reacting to the news, not reacting to things like CNBC. Because um, it's designed to spook people. It's designed to make people react irrationally. And it's designed to make people do something when nine times out of ten, if not ten times out of ten, it's probably best not to do anything. Just stay in your seat. So you can do that quite easily, I think, if you're young, can't you? Because you've got a long time to invest. What about if you're about to come up to retirement, you need to start drawing down on your fund and suddenly you're seeing these big falls in the value of your portfolio? That's a great question, actually, Peter, because there's been a lot of recent evidence about this so-called uh, drawdown in retirement. Just because you've reached retirement age doesn't mean to say your risk appetite or your risk parameters have changed. You could be in retirement for 30 years. So a period of volatility up to and through your retirement shouldn't really make any difference to your long-term plan, providing you have a plan, it's well thought out, it's well set, and you're getting cancelled on not jumping, you know, not panicking and jumping, because when you do, there's plenty of evidence out there that says, well, you know, you've got to get it right twice, you've got to get out and you've got to get back in. And throughout the crisis from 2008, there was three lots of... Um, quantitative easing and many people including ourselves didn't really believe anything was fixed so you know when do you go back in so the 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 approach that we take is that we we don't look to remove ourselves from the market we just stay the course and and stomach the volatility but if you are one of these newly minted retirees and you really you're seeing this big erosion in the value of your portfolio at the very time when you want to start taking the money and you really find it's just too much to bear 
Should you think about reducing your risk? Does it suggest maybe that you have taken just maybe too much risk if you can't sleep at night over this? I think how we would approach um, a client such as you've just described is we'd have two or three years of income that they can draw down on so they don't have to uh, be, be, you know, be taking their investments out at an inopportune time. And if you are thinking of selling, I mean, obviously you get um, big rallies as well in bear markets. If you really think you are, if you really think you do want to sell, do want to reduce the risk, is it best to maybe try and wait a bit rather than keep on selling just after a huge, great big fall? I, I don't. I, I saw an, an article, a very, very brief article yesterday, and it, it basically said that unless you've got a lot of time and a lot of knowledge, if you are taking that approach you are speculating, you're not investing and you, know, you need to be t talking with people who understand human behaviour and, and, and human psyche. Uh, many, many people are, you know, are in, exiting the market now when we've got this volatility and look at when it's low and going back in when it's recovered. It's the exact opposite, counterintuitive. We should be buying now, we should be putting more money in now and obviously people in retirement haven't got more money to put in, potentially. But it's you know you buy you buy when um, when there's value and you and you you shouldn't be selling when we're down where we are now so even if you don't panic when you see the markets down like this presumably this is a good time though to think about your overall investment planning isn't it and, and financial planning what tips would you give people at this time um, look at other look at other areas don't just focus on the the, the valuation of your portfolio you know have you got uh, things like inheritance tax plans thought through? You know, how is your mortgage? Is your mortgage with the best provider at the right um, interest rate? There's many, many other areas of financial planning you can look at. Don't just focus on the valuation of your current portfolio, because yesterday it was price A, today it's price B, and tomorrow it'll be price C. It's going it's to it's, it's differ on a daily basis. So don't don't just focus on on the valuations, look at other areas of financial planning, which is equally as important. So if you have something like a rainy day fund, for example, that helps you be a bit more comfortable riding out this type of volatility, knowing that you've got money that you can draw on elsewhere so that you don't have to start um, meddling around with your investment portfolio. Absolutely. And a rainy day fund could be anything between six and 12 months. I, I going as we would recommend 12 months. I mean, it used to be six, but we'd say 12 um, and, and you shouldn't have to touch your investments. But, you know, you've really got to be guided by um, by people who can help you through these turbulent times. And it, and it is true, Peter, that we don't have as many calls when markets are going up as we do when markets are going down, which always amuses me. You know, we never get people saying, should we be making any changes when we've made X, Y, Z? You know, we've, we're getting calls now from one or two scary, scared clients that have been clients for a long time that really ought to know better we'll be re-educating them taking them back to basics and saying sit tight don't do anything crazy but there are people that during the bull market took fairly risky bets made speculative investments bought stock on margin and they're paying a big price now that the market has downturned what what should they do well, not with us, they didn't, that's for sure. Um, and we never get involved with things like Bitcoin. We're, we're very... We, we just think people should have a fund that will fit all types of investors for all types of market conditions. And in the main, it remains... that The main uh, conclusion is remain invested. Do not panic. Do not exit the market. 
because I can only say to you, when will you go back in? When do you know the time is right? Got to get lucky twice and we don't play the luck game. That was Rick Atkinson, Managing Director of Private Capital. That's all for today. Thank you very much for listening to Money Talk Extra. Next week, as we continue to focus on managing your money better in 2019, we'll look at how to cope with debt. We'll also get some advice on how to avoid falling for investment scams. Jubilee Lamb will be presenting the show next week, so please join him next Saturday at 8.30 here on Radio 3. In the meantime, from me, Peter Lewis, have a great weekend. Music.